0: Listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Who's the black sheep? What's the black sheep? Don't know who I am or when I'm coming. So your sleep wasn't in my room, wasn't in my spear. knew who not knew who not knew not who I was. But listen here, dress the yes yes. I can suck a start. If it's all right with you, I rip this. Is one apart back middle to the front. Don't front. Want a good time? Gonna give you what you want. Can I hear a hey? hey can i get a hoe oh you wanna lake wait you got a hey, hey. it's for the hoes <laughs> the styling is creative black sheep bother native can't be violated or even decepticated i got brothers in the jungle cousins on the quest deaf retarded uncles in- is that true is that I in the know. bars where they I rest know. i feel like those lyrics are from white people hey guys welcome to the oh. black out tips podcast I'm your host rod and get
2: over. I don't I don't know. This don't sound like the right These person.
1: lyrics don't feel right.
2: Mm-mm, they sure don't.
1: Some of them feel okay. I don't think he said deaf, retarded uncles in the parties where they rest. I just no, don't, I just I, don't I, think I don't he said know.
2: that. I don't know. I, I don't think he said that. Mm-mm.
1: Anyway, happy Easter Sunday, um, everybody. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is the uh, benefits of atheism. Y'all get a podcast on a holiday because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, <laughs> We appreciate y'all coming in and listen, uh, Coach. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Leave us five star reviews, and we'll read them on the air as long as they're nice. The official weapon of the show is the Taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme, extreme, extreme yep uh and it was sponsored today by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out get com slash tvgwt and go sign up and get yourself some razors okay father's day will be coming up soon uh you know you always got people with birthdays and stuff give them a gift the gift that keeps on giving that keeps shaving their face and leaving them refreshed every time um yep it's easter y'all or as I like to call it, Cadbury Bunny Egg time. You know what I mean? Go up in there and get some of them Cadbury caramel eggs and
2: everything gonna be on sale tomorrow.
1: Cadbury Snicker eggs. Oh, wait. One more day,
2: fifty percent off. If I can what? just hold out
1: one more day. Yeah. I can get them all. I
2: know I've been good. I ain't purchased nothing yet. i was like, well, after uh, today, all bets off.
1: Yeah, I broke down. I bought some early. I bought me some caramel ones about like a week ago. Ate three of them. It was so delicious. Um. All right. So I guess what should we start? Uh, all kinds of stuff is happening. Um. Um. Oh, yes, Karen. Sure.
2: Oh, uh before you go on, I wanna. Uh, I got a. Uh, I guess just one random thought. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm sick and tired of these common sense commercials that've been popping up everywhere about turning your cell phones off.
1: I don't. I haven't seen them.
2: You've seen the commercials? It'd be like uh seen there's several them. one is like a dude uh, and they're like at a pizza party a bunch of teenagers and they're like playing on their phones and some people got their headphones on and he's trying to talk and nobody's paying him attention and they've had several where everybody's at dinner and everybody's on their phone and then at the end of it be like hashtag common sense um they've been i've I've been seeing them recently i hate them commercials
1: yeah that sounds really passive aggressive it's kind of whack
2: it it, is passive aggressive it's whack and you know what sometimes motherfuckers uh are not interested and sometimes it's best to have everybody be in their cell phones and not pay nobody no attention i'm a, i'm all right with that sometimes like
1: i don't know why people get so weird at they
2: do and and it's called common sense like at the end of it like hashtag common sense it's like a wave of people that are like entire people being on their phone you know in public like that and shit like that and and my thing is that's how you want to run your household, cool but outside of your house you don't have control of other people
1: yeah well for me it's it's a couple things number one um if i want to use my cell phone at dinner um then i can do that you know you can pay for my meal and my table too um also you don't know people so you know like and this happens with us a lot we go out we're i'm I'm reading comic books on my tablet karen's looking at her phone or sometimes she's just talking to me even while i am reading my comic books Mm -hmm. or whatever um and people will be like oh you need to put those put that down and talk to each other i'm like motherfucker i you don't know us i guarantee we talk more than whatever couple you're thinking of like correct like this fucking whatever like whatever you think is uh you know the appropriate response that should be just serve me my motherfucking pancakes and let's just keep this a cordial transaction because it's really not your business um that's weird and then too i feel like it's always been that way but now people have technology to blame but it used to be put that book down put that newspaper down right put that put something down and that, give me all your fucking attention all of and you it. don't know what you're not that fucking interesting no, people No, you're not you know this those paper is more not. interesting than you are
2: and people just don't I was like well motherfuckers is boring sometimes you don't want to and what people think that people can't do two things I can be into something actually listening to you I think a lot of times especially with the older generation they feel like if you're not looking me in my face you're not paying me any attention and for some people that's true and for a lot of people that's not always true mm-hmm. and it's one of the things where like you got to have all the attention says who right and you know what? And the thing is, somebody going to say they're going to get smooth, cuss the fuck out, bothering people one day. Whatever. they be like, I didn't ask for your opinion. Why the hell did you come over here?
1: Yeah. I mean, it is what it is when it comes to that stuff. I'm not like, yeah, that's just very weird and judgmental. Like, yeah, it's not it like turn your phone off during a movie where it's like literally people can't watch the movie, uh feeling distracted by people's phones. Like, yo, talk to your family. I'm okay. You know? but yeah I haven't seen those commercials so I don't know
2: it's called hashtag common sense I've been seeing them recently and they've had me, several versions of them and they pop up everywhere that's called common sense it's like oh so y'all trying to say it's common sense to turn off your phone and shit because the quote unquote devices are distracting people's attention but like you said it was other shit when children will smile for down your comic book cause you mm-hmm. know some people some parents don't consider comic book books you know whatever it is put it down like you say and pay me undivided your undivided attention
1: Alright, uh, I feel you. That's a good random thought. Um, let's see what else we want to talk about. Um, oh, people apologizing. hmm. You got some apologies in here.
2: Okay.
1: Not to steal Drew and Leslie bit, but I'm gonna I'm read them.
2: I know, no right.
1: Um, yeah, the fate of the furious star, uh, Tyrese Gibson has, uh, apologized. He wrote a lengthy apology at the interview he gave on Monday um he also had put a video interview with BET that he uh gave a message to promiscuous women where he said slut skis the hoes tramps and overly aggressive promiscuous women are never without a man because they don't have no standards they re- ready to have sex with any and everything they want to have sex with them uh that wants to have sex with them he encouraged single women to hold out and not settle and know their worth now on the background of this he and his wife didn't have sex for i don't know if it was six months or 60 days but they didn't have sex for some period of time before they got married um which you know that's their personal belief right um once again i don't think most people would have a problem with hearing that you and your wife abstain from sex for however long before deciding to get married could give a fuck i think once you start calling people hoes and skeezers and shit all bets are off you know this seems like a very very simple thing to me but i you know i'm just becoming aware of how complex apparently people think this is it's very simple to me mm-hmm. if you keep your opinions on what people should do with their bodies to yourself, yourself you don't have no you'll problem. probably be okay mm-hmm. you know and as evidenced by the fact that there are many other people in this movie there are many other people on this press tour right now. We only talking about one dude's comments. Come on, because everybody else is like, "Yeah, I my job was to sell tickets to get you to see Fast and Furious. That's it. Like, I've done my duty. Yeah, like you know who? Uh, one, Michelle Rodriguez is one of the most fucked up people in Hollywood. Like her opinions and some of the stupid shit she says during these press tours you never catch her saying nothing stupid she it just be cool. like uh buy the tickets i'll talk to y'all later
2: now she might say shit between them but she ain't gonna say shit when it's time for the movie to come when out it's
1: time for a movie to come out she ain't got shit to say uh he continued you have women that are attractive out in the streets they go on to lunches and dinners every night private planes mega yachts it's cracking they're never without however it comes with a cost you got to put a lot of miles on yourself down there come on the interview a an instant backlash on social media and notably from talk show host Wendy Williams, with many slamming both Gibson and BET for providing him a platform. Uh And to, BET said the network did not endorse his specific comments. Y'all put it on the air. Y'all definitely put that BET logo in the corner. It is what it is. I mean... Whether you endorse it or not, you gave it the you gave it a bigger platform than he normally would have with his Instagram right. account or whatever. So people
2: gonna call you out for airing it.
1: Yeah, and also it makes sense because he was like, I've got backlash this time, unlike before. it kept elevating your platform. You kept saying that shit to more and more people, to eventually you got to a big enough place where enough people saw it that was like, man, fuck you. Um, you know, and I I really don't like I said the part that bothers me is a lot of brothers that try to act like this is no big deal but like i said when sage still says some dumb shit they don't hit that this is no big deal it's always like fuck that person uh she a wench all like all the negative fucking angry shit you can say but this dude somehow gets a pass and mostly because low-key they agree with him um so he got backlash from it um in a series of posts on his instagram account on friday the actor and singer offered his most sincere apology for the interview directing um his post to all women ladies he began i just got off my with my mentor and she just came down on me in a major way Checked me caved my chest in with reality and made it plain damn i've said some super stupid shit he went on to say his mother taught him better and is not what, why can't i just read the regular fucking post oh because down here um so i guess let me see which one came first first of all april 14th and this one was one day so you must have made these posts the same day okay so the first one is ladies my most sincere apology is coming in my next post uh likely no one will see it but it's coming anyway i just got off my mentor she just came came down on me in a major way check my check me cave my chest in reality and made it plain some miss fellas in here and shit anyway damn i've said some stupid super stupid shit see my next post read my full message on my facebook.com slash tyrese live love live love and embrace growth all right um Mm -hmm. that's the i guess part one is him saying i'm about to apologize and also i like that he said uh probably nobody will see it that's right when you fuck up it does spread more than your apology uh like i feel a personal obligation and responsibility to like go through and if i introduce somebody being fucked up on this on our show and they do apologize whether it's a good one or not i still prefer to be like oh and this is the conclusion to to that story they said this most outlets will not cover that apology Mm -mm. most outlets will be like this person fucked up in the end which is one of the reasons you shouldn't fuck up is because it spreads like wildfire way faster than when you do something good and way faster than you when you try to take any level of responsibility for it so you're already you know you're trashed it's easier to be like that person's trash than it is to be like i that person's redeemed it just is you know uh so he wrote in this next post my mother taught me better than this lesson learned in life you will learn that it's not always what you say is how we choose to say it for the record i'm far from a misogynist a male chauvinist or flat out mean my intentions were there but my delivery fucking horrible and clearly all the way off and for that i sincerely apologize to all the ladies even after this apology some may likely decide to not forgive me time and consistency heals our wounds uh i do agree that some people won't forgive you probably a lot uh I do also agree that time and consistency is, heels, is what it would take for people to accept an apology. That's why I don't really measure someone's apology by that statement. Well, I'm sorry. It's like, well, then how are you going to show it? You know, cause, cause it's going to take time. You burned a bridge quickly. Now it takes time to rebuild that bridge. You can't just be like, I apologize. And then most people go, well, I guess it's fine. No, 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 no. That's not how it's going to work uh we'll see if you're serious most people get tired most people have a limit to the amount of effort especially when they're not really sorry and they're saying something to cover their ass they have a limit to the amount of effort they're gonna put in to make amends or to change their life like well, and most don't exactly most people give up you know and i'm not And 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 for the record even if you work hard you sincerely make a change you sincerely want to believe it the sad fact is most people don't care mm they care enough to be angry at the first shit you said most people do not give a fuck three years down the line that you kept doing this good work
0: Mm-mm. and
1: that you try to redeem yourself for most people we don't know you we don't have a level of trust to you you if you've been saying problematic shit for five years when mm-hmm. this, like you ain't gonna find people that are literally willing to start over When you say, let's start over, you're not going to find people that's going to keep track of all the stuff you've been doing since you said you were going to like reform yourself and do better. Most people have already written you off. The biggest issue is what you said already. And then you're done. Some people will forgive you. You know, it's always some people that don't want to give up on people and stuff, but you know, it is what it is when it comes to some of that stuff. Um, I was thinking of Ray Rice, like Ray Rice may continue to still be doing these workshops talking to these kids um he may be you know it's been two or three years at this point um he doesn't have a job um he may i don't know he may be doing counseling he could be doing a lot of shit you know what to be truthful i'm not keeping up with it Mm -mm. like that's the that's the cold hard fact of it is even if you sincerely want to make this change and you're going to educate kids and you're going to change It'll, it might take decades before people go, Oh, you know Ray Rice has a 30 year legacy of teaching these kids these workshops and bringing in people to talk to them and da, da, da. It'll, it'll take so long. You know, I saw someone, it was a rumor that he might get a assistant coaching job at a high school and people were like, hell no. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it ain't been long enough apparently. And it, apparently it was just a rumor. It wasn't even true, but we, it just, it doesn't work that way you know like that's a mark you gotta carry with you forever uh and i'm not saying this is as serious as that incident but the point is it ain't going away after an instagram post dog anyway he says time and consistency heals our wounds although i've been consistently uh for years speaking on these topics and some of the same words in my message i've never experienced what i'm experiencing right now I've been getting dragged and feel the field of heat from my poor choice of words and approach to my message, trust me. Please accept this as my sincere apology for my poor choice of words. Shit gets real when it goes from a social media dragon to my own wife giving me the side eye and coming at me even she's not happy with the way I conducted myself. Okay, now see now I believe she's black. Okay. Um before I wasn't sure but if she said don't be trying to praise me by dissing these other sisters she must be black man because a black woman will check your ass on some shit like that um where you for men in a lot of cases um you know kind of with the Kendrick shit you see a lot of us see praising women as a as an exercise in dissing other women it's like oh what I like about you is you funny unlike these other bitches and it's like uh is that really a compliment you know like is that really you know could you say i'm funny without then saying all women aren't funny could you say i'm uh attractive without then saying all the kinds of women that aren't attractive could you say i'm smart without then trying to tell me all the kinds of women that are stupid it's like this half glass half full type of compliment um and yeah in a lot of cases even your wife don't want to hear that shit you know like you going on uh and especially like you're a celebrity i get it but you're making details of your sex life very public telling people you know i don't know that she signed up for telling people we had abstained from sex for six months i don't know that you know some of these things you're saying about women um she's gotta have friends that are women that are black women um like this shit can be super embarrassing for her as well um and especially if you haven't run this shit by her or she don't agree with it um and you're putting it out there as a public like part of your platform as a celebrity yeah man she might not be cool with this and she might call you to the side when you get home and be like what the fuck are you doing man you gotta drop this shit right
2: my phone my instagram like she public too
1: yeah, you got, people think I'm married to a fucking, you know, uh, you know, stupid ass misogynist, like, hater of women, like, dog, you can't keep talking, like, enough of this, you know, Uh, He says, it's crazy how non-public figures can say and do some really dumb shit and they'll stay amongst your family and friends or local in your hood. And when you have to be an entertainer for 15-plus years, the whole world is literally watching you grow up and learn, bump your head, make mistakes, and evolve as the world watches. This is a real lesson learned this is not just a regular ig post for me i want to truly say that i'm sorry i'm not apologizing in an effort to be politically correct i apologize as a man first for the things that i recently said about choices women had a right to make for the terms that i use and for the way i came across uh one of the things i like about that is uh absolutely your platform has increased yes people are watching you grow learn and all that shit um, but I like that he took away the, I'm not apologizing to be politically correct. Cause not for him and not for the people he's offended for the people that would defend him. Cause what happens is a lot of cases, these people apologize and the, the people that caped for them when they were wrong, start going with, well, they, you know, he just did it because you know, he got to protect his money. You know, he don't really believe that shit and he may not. But the point is normally they leave that out of the apology. So people can go, yeah, yeah, he don't have to mean it. And it's kind of like they enable him, you know, and they enable people that, you know, support him. This way it's like, no, 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 no. Well, no money, no none of that shit has anything to do with this. I was just wrong. I like I prefer that if you're going to say something about it cuz like I said, most times they leave it out and then people defend their ass anyway. Um Taylor Swift is a good example of like somebody where she'll say I'm wrong, but she don't say the part like and I'm not doing this just to like be friends or just to like, I'm just wrong. I was, I fucked up on this one. People, when she doesn't say that, people didn't go, well, she only had to apologize because all black women were being mean to her and shit like that as opposed to she had to apologize because she was wrong. You know, which is, uh, you know, always an option. Anyway, I was raised to think and feel certain ways and I'm learning new things to combat those messages. I'm not perfect for, uh, or all knowing, nor am I the one to claim to be. I've learned things through experience, which I share. And through these last couple of weeks, I learned a lot through this well-deserved internet dragon. This is about a man owning up to his actions, taking responsibility, recognizing how to do better, and actually doing better, ladies, you deserve better. Hmm. Uh, then he put something up later. Here's some inspirational words to keep the struggling entrepreneurs of our world encouraged. Every single person I know is successful who is successful At what they do is success because they love doing it. The biggest risk is not taking any risk. In a world that's changing really quick, the only strategy that is guaranteed to fail is not taking risks. Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook. The hardest part about being an entrepreneur is that you'll fail 10 times for every success. Adam risk. Mobile Monopoly. The companies that I really admire the most are the ones that have a deep visceral understanding of why people use their service and they figure out a way to make money that are completely consistent with how people are feeling and what they are doing at the time. Ben Silverman, Pinterest. Yeah, I don't know why he's he's just quoting a bunch of rich people in this next one. So he went back to Instagram and I guess. Um so all right, um and then somebody he knew died and he posted something about that too. Um it's arrogant to believe the next seconds of life belong to you or the next week is promised. I want to encourage you all to love deeper, love with patience, love with humility, love with no conditions, love with your heart, and no expectations of love in return. God's love is all we need. These are the moments I cherish. The Walker family are the strongest of us all. Uh Love and light, we hope. Oh, must be with Paul Walker. Uh Love and light, we hope we made you proud. P-Dubbed, I know you can hear us speaking your name and sending you love every day. We miss you, champion. Hashtag F8 salute. Um. All right. So, what do you think about all his uh his apology? A lot of filler words. This could have been
2: a lot shorter, in my opinion. Mm. Um. And my thing is that this is not new. I don't know why he act like this the first time. Particularly, black women has called him out before. This is not new. You just ignored those women mm-hmm. because you could ignore those women because he didn't
1: have a black wife to tell his ass. Mm.
2: Not only that, he wasn't on a, like you said. The platform wasn't big enough to get spread enough, wide enough. But let's keep it let's keep it real. This is for the first time that quote unquote white people started looking. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, white folks were like, hey, this nigga over here cutting up and. Black women been mad all the time. Like, mm. like this shit ain't new for us, but, you know, it started kind of floating over there to the white folks' genre, and mm. once you get to that platform, he was like, hey, I need to fix this, I need to correct this. But black women been mad about the fucked up shit he's been saying for a very, very, very long-ass time, and nobody paid us no attention, because black women be mad about a lot of shit that people have just a tendency to ignore until the shit gets to a point that they have to acknowledge it, and a lot of times they have to acknowledge it because... Like everything else with black women people don't pay us attention to somebody else quote unquote speaks on our behalf like we're not smart enough and intelligent enough to know we're goddamn offended also i'm tired of people using their mothers as shields i and i I know you love your mama but your mama didn't do this baby you did your mama did not do this your mama did not say this so how do you feel
1: he used her as a shield
2: you know kind of was like well my mama didn't raise me like this how she raised you is irrelevant to what you said right here you you were responsible for your actions she may have raised you opposite of this but as a grown adult you made the choice to say these words so you're accountable don't use your mama as a shield for me to go well oh no 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 you said this be accountable for your actions and don't put another black woman as a shield, so that when people come for you, you can say, "Well, my mama didn't raise me like this." I don't care about your mama. You said this. Be accountable and responsible for your own actions.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's interesting because I feel like uh, in this case, and well, a lot of cases, I'm not the aggrieved party necessarily. I like accepting or not accepting this dude's apology really doesn't do anything for me, but um it's kind of interesting because i do understand why you would be like my mama didn't raise me like this because like partially as a you know like you said a shield of like hey i got a black mama y'all just want to remind everybody but then also partially like i do think a lot of people pick this shit up along life and it's not from your mom it's not from the women in your life um i do think uh a lot of t- a lot of times <clears throat> like how i would see using um mama as a shield to me would be more like well i i learned this from my mom she said these women are hoes and to watch my back because a lot of women teach their sons that mm-hmm. to me that's using your mom as a shield to be like i'm not responsible for my actions my mama actually raised me to believe this so y'all got a problem with her you got a problem with i mean got a problem with me you really got a problem with her um so i thought that was interesting to say she didn't raise him that way now the thing that's interesting to me is with all the shit that he said in there i don't know that he thinks what he said was wrong as much as he thinks the tone and the word choice he used was wrong mm-hmm. like he seems to think that it was saying ho slut skeezers stank," ho, you know whatever he seems to think that is what pissed everybody off come on um and i just don't know that he uh, i don't know i wonder if he really understands some of the parts felt like he did understand like there were parts later in there where i was like that is the problem with what you said saying that women can't make these choices sexually without you know uh without having to be pitted against these other women and, and devaluing them they they have as much agency about their sex life as you did if you fuck 27 women in in a year or some shit we wouldn't look at you any differently as Tyrese. You just still be Tyrese the dude that gets a lot of women. If a woman did that, she's immediately uh castigated as a prostitute or a whore or what all those names you called her. So, it's definitely a double standard. I'm just not sure that he it it feels like if he's seriously sorry, this would be the beginning of a journey for him to like learn about some things to like take away you know to get rid of some of the negative shit that he's like absorbed his whole life you know uh if if he's serious i don't know that he is i mean look at nate parker he was talking real good with them buzzwords but he didn't mean that shit you know just a month later or whatever he was like man fuck y'all get off my dick essentially um so i i could see this being the same thing like somebody got in his ear somebody said you fucking up your money you're fucking up um you know his wife could can't kind of, hey you fucking up this marriage you fucking up my life um and he could be just apologizing without truly having an understanding of how fucked up what he said was or why i was fucked up
2: right and it's also it's one of those things too to where he hit some of the i guess some of the things by you know acknowledging that he, something he did was fucked up, mm-hmm. by kind of sort of halfway explaining some of the things, um, but it's one of those things where, like he talking about, time will tell if he gonna be forgive. Time will tell if you've changed, nigga. Only mm-hmm. time will tell that because we'll be able to tell within the next so and so months if you got another book or another fucked up TV show that you did with Ron DMC or. If you have, you know, and and, and bringing uh, Amorosa. I mean, I'm going to, no, Amorosa. Um, What's her name? Um, Kanye's ex-girlfriend. Amorose. Amorose. Lord. Amber Rose on there. <laughs> and uh, doing stupid shit like that. Like, like time, time will tell if you've changed. And it's just one of those things where you've done this for so long. You said so much fucked up shit for so long that I don't believe you. I just don't believe it. I don't believe that you're sorry. I don't. I just don't. Being a black woman and just kind of sitting back and just watching black women for years on Twitter constantly telling him the shit he's been saying is fucked up and he's been ignoring him and you have all the hotel niggas come out the woodworks and tell everybody yeah he right and want to champion him on for his fuck ass opinions and putting him on the goddamn pedestal and telling him you know that that he's right for what he say it's a problem and and I'm gonna keep it real if you're in the spot that he's is particularly in a man it's intoxicating just saying what you want to say and having nobody challenge your fucked ass, ass opinions
1: yeah I don't really uh believe anything I don't I don't know that you can really believe anybody's apology right away. Anyway, you know what I mean. Especially after years of prospering with this shit, um
2: build whole platform on it.
1: Like I said, if if anything, maybe it's a start. You know, I if anything is, yeah. I mean, uh, all you have is hope. Nobody can. You can't know. We. I don't. I don't know the future. You know what I mean. I. I just hope. I hope. I guess the best case scenario in all of these situations and pretty much every apology is you hope the person is learning and changing but you never know you know because see one of the things that uh and this is always kind of a sticky situation but i mean i i have to keep it real man one of the things is a lot of people don't have a problem with religion but like they feel like it's off limits to say that somebody's religion is fucked up right but that's where a lot of this shit comes from Mm -hmm. and a lot of the things that people qualify as being a good man come from religion i Mm -hmm. want a good god-fearing man i want him to treat me you know i want him to treat me like it's supposed to in the bible and all this shit the problem is man we don't live in the bible we live out here in the real world man and people don't necessarily want that some women do but not every woman does and when you start espousing that shit to the world you find out there's a lot of women out here that don't live by the shit that you believe is right Mm -mm. a lot of this programming and conditioning comes from um you know the things you learn in church the things you learn from your family and tradition and stuff like that um and a lot of these dudes are part of that you know even the hypocrisy of it even with them being like i'm gonna be fucking all these women but looking down on people for having sex and looking down on women for having sex and all this shit a lot of that's couched in religion and a lot of women believe that shit too so it's not even like like what i think happened for tyrese is in the last 5 years or so women have gotten bigger platforms they become more vocal a lot of these women that are uh very outspoken feminists and shit now exist on a platform they didn't have 5 years ago correct so um back and, and the thing is people like to always kind of bash those women as not real women or being outliers and that's not what women, women really feel why the fuck do they have so many followers why are people reading their articles there's a lot of people that agree with them. They might not be in your face. Like, your sister might not want to come to you, the nigga that, you know, says a bunch of ignorant shit, and have a big-ass debate about feminism or or how fucked up you are, toxic masculinity. They might not even have a words for it. They might not even... Hey, I'm not an academic. I don't read all these blogs and shit, but I do read so-and-so in Ebony or so-and-so on Feministing, or I, or I came across this, and you know what? I... I agree with this person enough that I want to check out her opinion on a constant basis, but I might not want to talk to your ass about it on a constant basis. Um, not to mention, like I said, there are women that are also kind of, you know, just like there are black people that are caught up in white supremacy. There are women that are caught up in, you know, um, uh, patriarchy or uh, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. So, so it's all kind of the same shit where he, I think was running in circles that support his opinion correct like you know how many fucking churches probably right now maybe but probably every week but probably right now there's somebody in a church where they telling you that women that have a lot of sex are bad and leaving men out of the equation completely then i ain't bringing up anything about men like um there's a lot of there's a lot of that in society and i think people absorb that shit constantly without thinking why like what kind of like why are we about this what kind of this is 2017 we still worry about population control you know what i mean like what do i care that a woman has had sex with multiple partners i'm not married to her she don't you know what i mean it's not a problem to me she ain't asked me for advice what does that come from to give a fuck about that um and and like i said for people that try to dismiss it on some it's just tyrese if this nigga was out here saying black... If he was out here doing Anthony Mackie, all the niggas that claim that we shouldn't care who they, what they have to say would be mad. I know people that still don't fuck with Anthony Mackie. Off his respectability politics bullshit. Still don't fuck with him. Not because of his make daddy a sandwich shit. That's fine. But his black people need to cut off their cornrows and start acting right and shit. There's a lot of niggas that don't fuck with him off of that to this day. And it's like, you know you can see it when it's somebody else out of their lane and something you disagree with. But anyway, I just think Tyrese probably never really ran into a huge group of women that truly disagreed with him. and had the platform to call him out. And I don't know that he's been married before or had a woman in proximity enough that he cared about enough for her to be able to check him, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. And it's one of these things where it probably lasted for days before, but you know it's one of these things but well, you know people kind of women kind of went out here but like you say you have women with bigger platforms which means you have a lot more people yeah so you know the days literally turn into 24 hours seven days a week like they was like we ain't gonna let up
1: my well see my my thing is also i think a lot of that do it as wife. correct you know i don't think that can be discounted now i'm not even saying that's a good thing it's kind of sad that it's like well only because the woman i married came and told me um but whatever well you have to reach people where they at and if right. if, if your wife checking you is where you at then that's where the fuck it's got to be um but it's kind of interesting that um he and this and most people are like this i don't like it's not even so it's not anything to be uh, applauded but it's the truth proximity to people who are affected by your bullshit causes you to have more empathy than you would have had mm-hmm. so i can be right like a lot of the most racist people are people that never deal with black people there's so nice. many racist people that espouse like so much racism and shit but they're just never around anybody of a different race you live in some little fuck hole town or you're a politician where 99.9 percent of the interaction you have with other people are white but somehow every day you get up hating other people races like That makes, that, that is a thing that you're not affected by. Um, and you don't see the effects of your ignorance, you know? Um, and, and obviously politicians are more willful with it, but still, I'm just speaking in general. Mm -hmm. I can definitely see how a dude that doesn't value women, doesn't really keep them around, doesn't really, um, you know, um, doesn't seem to associate with, uh, women on a, um, deeper level and paints himself as some sort of a, uh, soothsayer for women. I can absolutely see how dude would just be like, man, it just really never came up. Like anytime a woman checked me on some bullshit, she was replaceable. Like, bye, get the fuck out of my face. Like, you know, even that shit he said about when he went on a breakfast club, talked about, I only date black women. It's like, because you put your penis inside somebody don't mean you necessarily value them Mm-mm. you know like you, you st- like if you value wh- black women then you would talk about the things you learn from them, things they said to you the things uh you respect and covet about them not just all the shit that's wrong with them that's how's that love you know what i mean so it was i don't know at any rate i hope it's a start you know i don't i don't really have like i said it's not up to me to accept his apology and i don't think a lot of people are going to as he stated Mm -mm. um and maybe never you know because who knows if he really cares i don't know that he really cares and you can't tell that in a in one statement it's impossible um
2: and at the end of the day which i don't think he's gonna do because he talks so much the best thing to do would be just to shut the fuck up it's goddamn free but you have a penis so i'm sorry he's gonna say his opinion about some other shit
1: right yeah um speaking of apologies love you. apologize she uh apologized on facebook which uh is where she initially made the first comments which mm-hmm. you know i always think is you know smart if whatever you made the initial comments you gotta uh that's what you gotta apologize too, man yeah,
2: a lot of people do shit on one platform and go apologize on another platform but then the people that's offended a lot of times don't even get to see it
1: right um so um oh but it looked like she had another post before the apology so i guess i gotta read that one too um but all right well let me get let me get i'm just trying to see what the first one was and how viral it went. Because I, I still feel like. I bet you that first post went more viral. Mm-hmm. Having posts and
2: comments and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, oh she took a picture with Oprah. See that's what I'm talking about. Oh this is from last year. But still. That's the kind of way you floss on your haters. You don't have to even do the. Um, you don't have to get into it. And talk shit to them. Mm-hmm. You really can just be like. Look at me. I'm out here living okay so she had like 738 shares and 2.7 thousand likes on the some of us fighting for freedom but but the rest of y'all niggas ain't Mm -hmm. um so uh the new joint has uh let's see the new hotness 1.5 thousand likes so half basically half as many likes, eighty six shares. So yeah, it's you know, that when you say some inflammatory kind of fucked up shit, that shit just spreads so much faster. And most people don't care to come back for that apology. Not to mention how many people just quote unquote cancel people. So they'll never see your apology. It's like you fucked up, you ain't get it to it immediately. Yeah, dawg, it's a rap. You know. Um But, I I mean, you know, since then, she posted a picture with Oprah. I mean, I feel like this is the right thing. You know, if I wanted to hate, uh, make my haters mad, these are the kind of things I would do. Uh, Talked about liking Get Out. Um, You know, uh, talk shit about Trump. I mean, that's not really going to help. Because then people going to, yeah. But, you know, still you know (laughs) took pictures of visiting places i mean that's what you got to do man you know you just got to come out here but she had a post that said um it's interesting the two times i faced massive backlash ever have been times where i critique black folks publicly the first time was a couple years ago and now this time each time what happened that flamed the fires of people who felt attacked who i wasn't even thinking about so yeah the drag is happening my people have told me not to comment but i feel like that is too counter to who i am you know me, my tra- for my transparency, so I can't just go silently into the the night. I stand by what I said. This won't be the last time I say something people disagree with. My job isn't that you will always agree with me, nor does it mean I'm not your problematic fave. My goal is to speak my truth as I see it. Even when it's difficult to say and it, it maybe hear and to say it uh hopefully with love. So yeah, that's it. So that was uh that was April twelfth, four days ago. And that one not as many likes uh, as you can imagine 730 round that doubled down not as many shares only 29 shares you know um so then I guess let's see what day was this so then two days after that um she wrote this hey everybody I hear you it's been a shitty week for me that has weighed heavily on my spirit after days of checking my ego and having people who love me tell me the truth I have recalibrated I am not uncheckable this week taught me a lot about this platform I have, my responsibility and the expectations that come with it. The higher expectations, the more the higher expectations, the more you they wait, you expect more of me and I let you down. So here's the deal. I should not have broadly generalized a whole group of my people based on a few people. My mixed race comment offended a bunch of you and even though you weren't the target, you got swept up in it. I'm sorry for that. That took a long time for me to understand. It wasn't I wasn't necessarily trying to call blackness into question based on the amount of melanin. Your blackness is not for me to judge. Well, unless you're Rachel Dolezal, I will not claim her. To my mixed race and light skinned folks, I'm sorry I made you feel like I was questioning your blackness. Your hashtag Blacksit passport was never revoked or in jeopardy. I love us. I love us. Um it goes on for a second, but I was gonna say, um, yeah, that mixed race shit was definitely black checking. Like, I don't know how there's any other way to view it, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, cause you said it wasn't just y'all mixed race people, um, uh, be too mad. And, you know, it was y'all are performing blackness by trying to act angry. And it's like, what, so are you saying they're not, they're not black by default? They're performing it? Like, what is, you know and yeah well how do you say that and then go that's not black checking you know and like we said on the show yesterday when people come back at you and be like you ain't even from here you can't even say nothing about them because mm-hmm. they essentially you black check first and they black check back like right. that you know it's that's one reason i don't i try to stay away from that shit because you honestly can't win that debate of you you're not allowed or you can't be black if you're any level of you know if you have any black in your blood it's really hard to tell somebody they can't be black so Correct. you know i don't even know why people get into it because you're never gonna win that wars or that arms race Mm-mm. um anyway i've learned that my words have more impact than they used to have you think that would be a dub but like i said before i'll be more cognizant of the impact of my words it's been a shit storm biggest one i've faced yet but i'm listening and growing from it besides i wrote a book called i'm judging you do the do better manual i can be challenged to do better myself i hope y'all come, stop coming from my edges now in the name of Jama- jamaican black castor oil um yeah i mean that that also kind of feels i hate to say it, a little bit like tyrese where it's like it's because to me i have a bigger platform now uh it's because um you know uh, everything except you know um i was just flat out wrong you Mm -hmm. know what i mean
2: um yeah it's kind of sort of her initial post she did a big fucking broad ass stroke and it's a lot of shit that she did not even address. Right. That she said for the fact that you attacked activists. Well, you didn't even you didn't even address attacking activists. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't address attacking act, uh, activists. You didn't address them um, asking for compensation. Mm-hmm. You, you 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 didn't address any of uh, those comments you know basically you was like oh y'all really just mad about me calling out light-skinned folks people mad about a lot of shit you said you made a lot of people mad based off a, a lot of shit you said and you did not address it all and so no people are not gonna move on people are people are still gonna be mad people are still gonna call you out and you still made it about you because you promoted your book. This is supposed to be an apology. Mm. Why is your book coming into play off of your apology?
1: Well, I felt that was relevant because cause we've said it on the show, which is you, I, you've risen to prominence by checking people. Correct. So I think she was pointing out, like, I wrote a book that was literally called I'm Judging You, The Do Better Manual. I need to – I'm being judged, and I need to do better. Okay. So I don't, I found it was relevant. I didn't feel like it was just like, and by my book, you know what I'm okay. saying? It felt like I, I should know better cause this is the fuck I do. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like if we had a podcast called like, I don't know, don't say nigga. And if he was like, you say nigga a lot. And I'm like, I should, I should have known better guys. I'm sorry. I wrote the, I don't, I wrote the don't say nigga book. Okay. I don't know what I was fucking thinking. Uh, so I did feel like it was relevant to bring that up, but yeah, everything you said, I mean, yeah and, and i mean especially when you go into so much detail in the first place i just think at this point she like you know and and i think this especially happens when you have beef with somebody you don't want to come off of that beef even if it's to to save your your face because it's like i don't want this person to feel like they want and i don't want this person to feel like i I, like i I shouldn't have a problem with them i still don't like this person so it's like you keep trying to find ways out of it without just being like i was completely wrong for that and out of line um so yeah i'm not really i don't know i feel like this one and tyrese's are kind of the same like i i just didn't know my platform was gonna get so big that i couldn't say these things anymore and maybe she has said things like this in the past and it just hasn't gotten to people because her platform is elevating i don't know it has you know i don't i literally do not know if she's gone on there and gone in on black people and had this shit happen um but yeah it's just really hard to wait ride that wave of blackness to success and then turn around and be like you niggas are fucking up because it's like "Mm -mm, that's not your position dog Mm -hmm. like
2: and you can't close the door just because you made it to the other side dog
1: right right and you're gonna have a whole lot of people that specifically are not um gonna fuck with you ever again off of this um Man, you
2: you burned some bridges with a lot of particularly black uh feminists and mm. who actually get paid for the shit that they do too they charge they charge white folks for their time um uh, black activists they charge folks for their time um you know for the for the fact that you know you think it's weird but don't nobody give a fuck if you think it's weird that people charge people That's not not your place to tell people what they can and cannot. It's it's a market thing. If I have a product and the market says I will pay for it, who are you to tell them not to pay? And who are you to tell me I can't sell my product?
1: Well, there's two things about it that I think um, are interesting. One, if you're making this transition almost, you don't have to make this transition, but for some reason you feel this pressure to make this transition almost from the person that um has been mostly getting attention in a lot of black spaces to the person that is getting a lot of attention from white spaces if you you don't have to admonish black people to gain any credence with white people
2: no you
1: don't you don't have to now you can and you will you know get the you'll get that um love from them you know white people couldn't wait to co-sign this shit that meant it's a problem right but um it's kind of interesting because you don't have to do that shit and many people do it and white people's love and attention for black people especially black people who talk about race is very fleeting like you like it you it only takes one insult one disagreement one thing that points the finger back at them for them to be like i'm out of here i don't fuck with you black people are fucking loyal Sometimes to a fault, like, but we are loyal people. Like if you represent and speak on some of the issues that are brought to light through our experience in America or globally or internationally or whatever, if you speak to these experiences in a way that uh, we are so robbed of, we normally do not get any level of acknowledgement. We gonna, we gonna stand for you, we gonna follow you, we gonna root for you, we gonna give money to you, we're gonna spread the word about you, like you become a household name, like that's how this shit works. You know, that's how, that's typically how it works. If, if, if you have to distance yourself from blackness out of some type of pressure to appease white people, it's such a losing, it's such a stupid thing to do, to be honest. It's a losing battle because you're going to eventually come to heads with those white folks too. They'll either tire of you, some new nigga come along, or, you know, in the cases of like Stacey Dash and shit, where it's like, oh, she's saying all the things we hate about black people too. And then eventually you're useless. It's like and now we're tired of that. And now where can you go? You definitely can't come back to can't come back home, you know what I mean? So it's like why would you cut off your your nose despite your face on this joint? Um and like I said, uh the 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 other part of it was um I I still think and it's going to be hard for her to accept and hard for a lot of people that agree with her to accept uh or that disagree with for her to accept, but it's going to be hard. The reason she won't back off of it is because she did feel like she had a point to some extent and there's a lot of people that agree with her and I don't just, and I'm not just talking white people. There's a lot of people that kind of agree that uh motherfuckers are like too woke and too mean and too this and too that now and the sentiment of that is what people are when you see people saying like well did she have a point that's what they're talking about you know now i don't know that that's really um a point worth discussing to be honest because to me if motherfuckers are too mean don't follow them don't interact with them block them don't it you know if they really are the no fun police you don't have to listen to those people you know there's a bunch of people that i don't think of first when it comes to some shit that's fun for me i'm like oh i don't want to discuss kanye with your ass Mm -mm. you know like it would just be easier to do that than it than to do you know than to be like i'm gonna try to twist this point that she made into something bigger than it is like she didn't make the point accurately man she's known for picking her words and being so grateful graceful you can't take away the skill level when she fucks up and be like well she just happened into that no man
2: Ooh, dog, dog. you do this for a living and you, also yeah the thing about it too um i'm sorry you finished i'm sorry
1: no go ahead that's fine mm-hmm. I, I can go back
2: and also the the thing about it too is that you are gonna have a lot of people that's gonna be mad at you forever because you have a lot of black women who actually supported you Bought your book, praise you, follow you on every platform across the board, constantly spread words, and a lot of them felt betrayed. Black women are always the ones that get turned, their backs turned on them. Always. We always are sitting there holding the bag every time somebody turns their back on us. A lot of people, once they get to certain platforms, and particularly once white people start looking at them and start embracing them, it's always, not always, but a lot of people turn on black women. Mm-hmm. You know, they buy things they say, things they do, segments they have, and you know, and it's the core group people who black women love black people um, to an unreasonable point. Like, it's a lot of black people that black women literally should give up on. But we, we nah, we love, you, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. And then when you're talking you your back on us, we hurt. And so, particularly black women who've been through that over and over again, talking about Don Lemmy, talking about Stacey Dash, like, a lot of people talk about these people. These are a lot of people that black women supported, like, really supported and was rooting for, you know, and then you get to the point where you're like, damn, you're just like the rest of them. And it can become heartbreaking, particularly the older you get. And it's one of them things where you get to the point where your um, uh your levels of patience run out and you're like, Oh, okay, you like every ass, I'll fuck you and we never go back. Um and so a lot of black women are hurt and they're like, Mm mm, you won't get another dime for me you know a lot of people you know they unfollow her across all these platforms they will not be buying her book they will not be going on her tour they will not be watching her tv show she's on their list because black women are just so goddamn tired of being disappointed by everybody and not only are we disappointed by everybody everybody turns around and tells us how we disappointed them, was makes no goddamn sense
1: yeah i think also um in a post-trump world people are angry. You know, I said this a while ago when people going in on Kendrick and Chappelle and shit. Like, people are angry at a lot of stuff we it feels like we have no control over. You know, and no matter how much you believe in marching the streets, it just, nothing's being done to really offset some of this stuff. So some of the things people can control is like what they consume. So I don't need to read your book if you piss me off. Right. You know, I think it's a heightened tension at this point where... You know, your fuck up ain't gotta be that big. Mm -mm. You can get canceled. Like one line from a Kendrick song and people like, I don't fuck with Kendrick, I'm on no more. You know, now some of them never fuck with him. But the point being, I think that's different than say just two years ago when Kendrick came out with an album and I would say it's just as much, you know, uh, language and shit on there that's kind of like, uh, questionable. Mm -hmm. But it just, it was able to sell through a little easier because people just didn't give a fuck as much. Right um i do feel like it's something where people care more now you know especially black people um it's just like we are much i would say specifically black people especially black women it's much more like let's cancel these motherfuckers like like i don't have time to consume anything that isn't good for me quote unquote Um, right for some people and everyone draws a line different places yeah they do but i think that's a kind of a theme because you know tyrese has been saying this shit for years but I think it, people are organized and more upset now than before. You know, it's like, no, man, zero tolerance for this shit now. Stop. You know, um, and the same thing with Lovey, man. We'll see. You know, it takes time, man. I, you know, this is that thing where you get on people's radar now where people are like, oh, you have made this mistake more than once. You said something in the past, like, you doubled down on it like it's gonna be a a long road if people decide to fuck with you at all you know um if you're even really sorry um and like and from her comments it don't seem like she's sorry to the people she meant that shit about um so i don't know where you would even begin to start like if she don't fuck with them people that she originally named in the comments of her first post and that ain't changed then there's only a certain level of sorry you can say you are because it's like i still do believe all the things about them just i'm trying to keep it from spreading to saying i believe it about everybody
2: right and also particularly black women is very very frustrated particularly black activists and black feminists that are out here uh marching and standing for a lot of cones throughout history most of them have ended up broke and homeless and kind of washed out throughout history people want people to do this work and they want you to do it for fucking free and that's that's a big problem with a lot of shit she said it was like oh i can get paid for my book and i can get paid for my tv show and i can go out and do these things but y'all not doing it the way i'm doing it so it becomes a problem and people like look here motherfucker i'm just trying to 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 uh stand up on the right of uh, cause or whatever it is and i want to be able to keep my last on to pay my rent and keep my goddamn kids fed too i why can't i do all of this
1: well you know also it's like um because of white supremacy and because of living in this country um there's a lot of people that you know at this point you just confirm what they probably think think you've always felt and people feel that way about every black person like it's not just her any Everyone's looking for a reason to distrust another black person because this nation has taught us that black people are inferior so anytime you come out your mouth to confirm that there's a group of people somewhere going and i knew it you know what i mean and now i can't fuck with you um so i don't expect her to ever be quote-unquote forgiven by a lot of people uh i don't expect the shit to ever go away like this is one of those times where i'm like every time you're gonna bring up her name someone's gonna come out of somewhere and be like man fuck her somebody for, forever now forever. you know what i mean um at least on you know internet circles i'm mm-hmm. not 100 percent sure how big of a uh her name is in other circles but Correct. um you know and then white spaces you know they probably won't feel this way Mm-mm. um now the end of the day same thing for tyrese same thing for her same thing for nate parker same thing for Anybody that just, that pisses off black women, they're going to be around, you know? Like, that's why I say you can't even really get too sympathetic about, um, like comedians and shit like that. When people talk about the PC mafia and shit, then they never really go anywhere. They don't lose anything because of this stuff. Like, you know, I said it last week when we talked about it, I was like, she not going to lose shit because of this. Like, if you lose something, it'll be so. Some... Now, if she would have been making a post about how white people is all fucked up. yeah yeah yeah. you probably could get canceled because of that you know because white people are decision makers that are at every facet and turn in in that industry that she's trying to come into but black people i mean you can pretty much live a relatively stress-free existence if you don't care about black people you know not that she doesn't but i'm just saying in general saying something fucked up and also there's going to be a ton of black people that can't wait to forgive you because you are A lot of people's fave and a lot of people's representative man like whether they want to admit it or not man people lower the bar for people they like it is what it is yeah they do everybody does it everybody fucking does it like um so so there'll be people that are like yo i still fuck with her i don't care you know she she apologized ain't that good enough you know it's just you know your brand is just gonna be your brand is just gonna be uh controversial with a lot of people from now on yeah,
2: you just got to deal with that
1: yeah so um at any rate though um that was the apologies uh let's see what else happened in the news um uh <laughs> ari spears ari spears the comedian got beat up at a radio station
2: i heard that name before
1: uh yeah he's a comedian uh, he says some weird shit sometimes uh he's the one but he's 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 done some funny shit too uh he did the uh he did the bill cosby um video that we played a long time ago where he was pretending he was doing a bill cosby impression it was really good actually um when people were still trying to defend him and be like he's not a rapist and he was doing videos being like oh he's absolutely a fucking rapist um like i think he had a rap video thing all this stuff well um and I feel like he said fucked up shit, too. I just right, do remember. Right, that's it. what
2: my name is associated. I was like, I, he said some fucked up shit. That's what I don't remember. That's why I was like, yeah, we've heard this name before.
1: Well, J.L. Covan claims, you know, that he, like, throws him out of the comedy club and doesn't like black headliners and shit like that or mm. or openers or something like that. So, I mean, you know, Dew has a lot of uh, um, positive and negative shit out there about Well, not positive, but he just has a lot of shit around him, right? at any rate he went on uh the this uh radio show that's hosted by Corey holcomb Corey holcomb 5150 an online radio show and uh the co-host zoe williams got angry because apparently he had been there like for the an hour and a half just cutting them off saying mean rude things to them i guess feeling like that was funny you know and that's what he was there for right well, um somebody had enough. He caught them hands. Oh um, no! <laughs> yeah, he caught them hands. Let me see if I can play it. Somebody had enough.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's see here. That bone light
1: skin. Put hands on you. Give you real black eye. Come on, don't do that. And that's the truth.
0: I've had about enough of
1: your. Uh oh. Corey Holcomb made the face of. Uh, I think this nigga about to get hit and he don't know it. That's ah! what, like I've seen that face, I've made that face.
2: Yeah, when when well, when, like, when, when when you got to fill up the room and everybody answer, everybody, and the person just oblivious to uh what's about to go down, you go, oh no no.
1: Yeah, he but, told him. You like
2: don't say that, nigga.
1: He was picking on him for being light skinned and shit.
2: Oh no, no. And I
1: mean, look, like I said, there's a grain of truth in a lot of this stuff that Lovey said. And one of the things is a light skinned person will whoop your ass because they got a lot of black rage in them you just don't know you come just on. you you them with i'll be sure and all the shit that you done seen on tv you know you like oh they probably just want them christopher williams ass christopher williams probably gonna th- throw them hands on you real quick you won't know
2: come on they that, that got that double black rage they're like look white folks call me nigga and black folks
1: say, I ain't black enough i am angry you just never know guys come on i don't even know if they know they got the rage in them i'm just saying it happens I've Yeah, they like a keg they don't
2: even, they don't even know what's happening one day they just snap
1: remember red from five heartbeats i was like where did that come from he just got tired
2: <laughs> got, got, when i'm sick of got these niggas tired.
1: checking me about this motherfucking money right my office i was off from nine to five i was like that was a savage <laughs> beating that brother is not playing terrence howard look at him just look at him it's a lot of rage in there where does it come from Anyway, he was jack. He was blackjacking them. That's the true. Shut the fuck up while well, I'm the loudest loudest are The light skin yeah. that wish they could be black.
0: But do that work though. I said the loudest niggas are the light skin niggas that wish they could be
1: black. What? Oh, I'm not drunk. Shit. I know. And Ari Spears had been drinking, and so he, he was like, "Come on, man, he drunk." And dude was like, "But I'm not."
2: right and i and i don't care and that's the thing about people being drunk and people use beset, and white folks do this when they go well i'm drunk it don't matter nah motherfuckers people around you not drunk and they're looking like no you no, your actions are not excused i give zero fucks
1: yeah i would venture into saying all people that get drunk do that not it's like white people um are an extra level of annoying when they get drunk and i'm not drunk but Everybody that's drunk when I'm not drunk is a fucking menace. I hate you all. I'm very clear minded. Uh-huh. Which means I'll fuck okay. Okay. more because I'm drunk. But well, hold up. Oh. oh Yep, so he said I'll basically I'll fuck you up even more because I'm drunk and then buddy just started welling on his head.
2: Oh, he was like, Oh, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. He wasn't ready.
1: He just wrapped his head up to keep from keep the beating down and then channel went off the air
0: Dude, the channel is off.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep that was the end of the program karen
2: <laughs> we, had to, we had to cancel the show before the 10 o'clock break
1: yeah i don't know if he's gonna be soon or not mm, i bet you one thing he
2: won't be going on nobody else's ass drunk no more
1: he uh, tweeted, so on the 5150 show with at Corey Holcomb, I touched dude's feelings so much, he swung off, off on me without warning. Peep it, LOL.
2: Ooh, I mean, I'm not trying to find it. I mean, I mean, you challenging the man black. Now, I mean, you really went after dude.
1: Yep, Corey Holcomb responded, that's a funny joke, Aries, calling the dude a house nigga. I got a room full of people who saw who the bitch was. You played yourself, dude, 100 uh, he said, be a man and own up. My squad is willing to give you a drunk pass and move on. We are trying to rise. I pray you learn to say what's true at and be 100. Peace. Yeah, it sounds like someone gonna be sued. I don't know. Man, that is not something I would like to happen on my podcast. Mm-hmm. You imagine one day me and Justin, when we was talking all that shit, just start swinging on each other. That's crazy. <laughs> like, y'all gotta find some other things to do in life y'all better find some other
2: things to do in life
1: uh right i'm
2: gonna tell you right now i'm i'm gonna be the i'm gonna, I'm gonna call me like nine one one. one yes it's some negroes in here fighting um <laughs> i i please hurry up quick you just got to get here so quick i i can't take it i don't i don't know what they're doing up in here honey mm-mm. yep mm-mm. Both of y'all be under arrest. I have to bail you out of jail at on but you can get the hell up out of here.
1: Yeah. Uh, Miss Smart said, I think this is great. There was no gunplay. It didn't remain a one on one fight. Uh, one on none. Uh, Ari's ain't swing He put, he covered his head like, ah, just get this big nigga off of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. You know. Yeah,
2: cause I ain't breaking up shit. Mm. That, mm-hmm. that, that'd have been me. When it be like off the air, that'd have been me cutting all the buttons off
1: yeah I don't know if they broke it up or not also we say it was one on one but we don't know they cut the camera off um here's how Chris Brown feels about Karuchi um allegedly dating Quavo okay
2: who actually this fucking fuckass opinion but go ahead
1: globalgrind.com wrote this um here's the thing uh they say he claims that he feels they claim that he feels betrayed she's dating this dude from the migos Nobody asked
2: for your
1: pain. i don't know what it said but whatever
2: it is it gotta be fucked up because she's not fucking you she's not dating you so who gives a fuck about how you feel about it
1: yeah uh here's the thing for me why do we keep normalizing this like he's not an abuser
0: right something fucking wrong with him
1: like why do we keep acting like like not we but the media in general kind of keeps acting like especially black media especially black media why do they keep acting like this shit is on any level a reciprocal relationship she has a restraining against him so does her friend she claims that, that he hit her and pushed her down some stairs we know for a fact that they were in a relationship where he just showed up on tv coupled up with rihanna this nigga's had a whole entire ass baby since this relationship what what is it about society where we accept that if a man puts his penis inside of you at some point you belong to him forever, forever. Uh, like honestly you can't then turn it around and say that we don't view women as property you can't because that's essentially what we're talking about ownership you are the woman that we publicly associated with this man at one point in time forever for the rest of your life there's never going to be a time where you can move on with your life that's it that's how people do it i thought it was sick when they did it with matt barnes i think it's sick what they do it with um chris brown dog it's something is fucked up about people that they act like this is normal and they're gonna wait till some till this dude hurt somebody or something because right plenty of people enable him there are plenty of people still caping and trying to find ways to say he a kid mm-hmm. or what you know that he's still young or uh you know they were making excuses when it was rihanna and now they're still making excuses it, yo something is seriously fucked up and wrong with this dude man like something is wrong with dude i i don't know how he shouldn't be on fucking blackish he shouldn't be on t like right he shouldn't be at these award shows yo something's wrong with him and anytime somebody brings up how it's racist that like nate parker didn't get to blow up the way he, chris brown's still around and doing just fine yes just dude. fucking fine what happened with that what where where's the racism that's holding him back i would like some please can we get some racism to hold chris brown back uh i'd like to order two two plates of racism for him because this is ridiculous
2: right and the thing is on the low the episode of black is the Air, they said that rating's tank. yes because those motherfuckers don't want to see goddamn chris brown
1: yes yeah, it was a really bad decision to even do something like that but just the fact that this dude's in the limelight at all man right. And and that part of that limelight is people looking at this as a quote-unquote relationship where she um steps out on him where we should even care if he feels betrayed you know who else feels betrayed abusive people right abusive people feel betrayed by you moving on with your life that's what abusers think why are we validating that point of view with articles like yes uh he let's ask chris brown let's see what he thinks like i I said people gonna wait until he does something uh even more fucked up man and then it's gonna be like oh i guess we should have known
2: yeah, because technically this nigga should be in jail. He should literally be in jail. He should be locked up.
1: Right. Um, alright. Um, Tommy Lauren gets emotional in her first interview since being fired by Glenn Beck. And I'm supposed to
2: care.
1: I mean, she got emotional, Care? She was very hurt.
2: Mm-mm, I don't care.
1: Yep, long hair don't care um, I want to hear her cry though I do want to hear her cry If you could talk to Glenn Beck or to the folk uh, at the Blaze What would you say to her?
0: To my former employer I would just say Let me go Let me move on. I'm deeply hurt by what has happened. I'm disappointed in what has happened. But if this is the way that it is, let's just part ways, cleanly. I just wanna work and have the freedom to put my voice out there and I wanna interact with my fans and my followers. That's all I want out of this. I'm struck by every time you go there, you get emotional. It's my job, this is my life. This is my life without that, I feel lost. We gon' celebrate your party with you. Come on now. Let's all celebrate and have a good time. It hurts.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Well, she's still talking? Uh The Blaze gave ABC a statement. It is puzzling that an employee who remains under con- contract and,
2: still her. and
1: is still being paid right. has sued us for being fired, especially when we continue to comply fully with the terms of our agreement with her. Mm-hmm.
2: They didn't say you had to be on the air. Well, they had to pay you then in your contract, baby. That
1: fragile whiteness. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Because you heard in the statement what she said, let me go. Cause she knows she can go make money and still be accepted everywhere.
2: All right, well, baby, you're gonna have to wait till whenever your contract run out.
1: Let me tell you something. White women, they like American Express. Accepted everywhere. Okay? Come
2: on, everywhere.
1: She'll be fine. She will be fine. Um, alright. Let's do some, uh, fucking with black yeah, people. She's
2: looking at all that money on debbie she can make now and realize she gotta wait a few more months. Mm hmm. That's all that boils down to. you gonna not want to get gonna paid re- right away. Right. They're not gonna renew your contract. As are they not. Mm hmm. <laughs>
1: fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we play all over the place it's fucking with black people we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to a 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody Mm -hmm. uh all right let's do some uh some fucking uh, <laughs> I can't, uh I'm so silly guys uh let's do some fucking with black people and see what's going on um oh here's one good night good night we're done here Don Lemon abruptly ends the show after losing it with Jeffrey Lord that's right Jeffrey Lord you guys might know him as the guy who always argues with Van Jones mm-hmm. Um
2: arguing
1: with that nigga for years. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he's been arguing
2: with that nigga for years.
1: I don't even know if it's been years, Karen. I no. feel like he only gained to prominence since uh Trump. Um at least I had never seen him re- I mean, maybe he has. I, I just like never this, seen him. It
2: might not have been for years, but mm-hmm. it just feels like for years because it feels like even Trump. Trump been around uh ain't uh ain't about four years for Trump, no, but it just feels so goddamn long. hmm Mentally. So I'm sorry.
1: No, no problem. My line well,
2: just added extra time.
1: <laughs> well, they had him on news, uh, CNN on Don Lemon's show with uh, three people of color and um, had him talk about how his comments, where well, he called President Trump the MLK of healthcare. Uh I won't be playing it here, so don't worry about that, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank
0: you.
1: At any rate, Don Lemon got so frustrated that he said, good night, we're done, and ended his show a couple minutes early. Uh, what I wanted to say was um first of all zero to 100 karen no um did he cancel no i'm not maddie okay all right -mm. 100 here's why it's 100 for me i am fucking sick and tired and i've said it a bunch of times at this point i'm probably y'all probably sick of hearing it i'm so sick and tired of them giving racists a platform and then pretending that they're not in on it correct cnn's in on the gag dog they are the fact that don lemon got you know frustrated and it is gonna end up going viral or something or maybe you guys will watch the next time they book jeffrey lord which they will continue to book jeffrey lord Mm -hmm. um the guy, this guy this jeffrey lord dude is not a scholar Mm
2: -hmm. he's not
1: an intelligent person Mm -mm. he does all his interviews in his house with his background you know on skype and all this shit and and yet continuously they keep putting him on airs if he's somebody they bring on studied scholars they bring on activists who've been in the streets they bring Mm -hmm. on politicians who run for office and they argue with essentially a troll he's essentially a troll he doesn't he has no expertise in anything he's never been elected to anything Mm -hmm. he's never run anything right yet somehow his his Opinion is presented with the same level of reverence and deference that they give to people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about that's one of the reasons i found it i i was i was it was i was it was hard for me to get very upset at trevor noah interviewing tommy lauren to a certain extent because i was like the racism is already in the building like this isn't even a breaking point this isn't even a tipping point there's a person like her right now getting paid to be on NBC, uh, MSNBC, and argue with Van Jones. His name's Jeffrey Lord. Like, I didn't even, I couldn't, like, I because I had to search my feelings for, like, why the fuck don't I feel as angry about this? And it's because I felt like I've stopped watching cable news long before that. I just felt like yeah, me too. it's out the build. Like, it's been the, that the dog is already outside the fence on that one, and it's been that way for years at this point um to be honest I think I've addressed this on the show it was after Trayvon Martin got shot and I and I and I remember saying how I I I would watch the news to get updates to find news to see if they were talking about the story and what their um what their version of talking about the story was was to bring on a racist person and then bring on people who knew the facts of the case that's what they were doing And it just felt so frustrating because you don't care. And I'm only watching because I do care, but if I, but I can't watch you not care. Right. You know what I mean? I, like, I would watch some, if, if I honestly felt there was a reliable news source that I could watch that really did care about the truth of the stuff and the facts of the matter. I'd watch it. I would, I would rather that existed than the shit we have now, which is they present a topic they bring on four or five people to introduce the top you know they introduce the topic introduce the panel all the stuff takes up minutes you know takes up time and then they let them go at it it's never long enough Mm
0: -mm. they always
1: end up cutting the people off and in between they throw in some commercials and that gets the ratings and they call that a show um i have a hard time giving any sort of um validating that i have a hard time validating that so yeah oh hold on let me go to the next session um wait didn't I make a new session okay cool give me one second guys I'll be right back that is my bad we got right up against the break um but yeah I have a hard time fucking pretending that that's normal you know that we that that's news um you're not breaking news you're just Mm -hmm. arguing with each other on the air and what and um I wouldn't even mind the fact that that they're arguing um i i understand that that people are going to disagree and all this but when you say that the qualifications for the black people to come on is always some super high like degrees all kinds of just achievement and then the white person gets to come on and be racist and their achievement is zilch not a nothing i'm a racist that's why i'm here right you know we don't know sheriff clark for anything he's ever done policing wise Mm -mm. you know we've i've never heard the sheriff who turned around milwaukee i've never heard that what we do know is that he's racist and that's the reason they bring him on you know um jeffrey lord he's just a guy you know some of these people are just a guy so yeah that's the reason i feel fucked with not by don lemon but it's like even in that don lemon being frustrated clip cnn is complicit they're complicit they didn't have to give the big a the platform they could have had those other three people on that show come and discuss that that news the problem is people think the news needs to have two sides right and they think that they think that objectivity is saying something bad and saying something good though that's not what objectivity is objectivity is presenting the facts the facts tell the story so if you can't like uh that's like calling um how Fox News says they're fair and balanced when they're anything but. They You know, and they never present the other side, or the other point of view um, normally or shout it down or whatever. That Like, they have successfully won the battle of network news because every other channel turned into Fox News. Like, yes, every, they did. they just like, it's Fox News from our perspective, but it's the same thing. The people from Fox News should not have a foothold on any other channel. The people that Fox News would call an expert or want to see there – you shouldn't be seeking that voice out. They shouldn't be seeking out people from the Trump campaign to give a job to go and basically go on the air and argue Trump's half of the argument. No. You know, when you're dealing with an a factual um, uh, administration like this, you have to have fact. It's the only thing on your side is truth. And that's one of the reasons I can't, the, the, the media and the people responsible for spreading the word, they're just not ready if if they ever will be which i doubt they will be but they're not ready to truly fight back in this administration and people are always like well it's not the media's job to fight yes it is it is the media's job to fight it's one of the reason we have quote-unquote freedom of press dummies anyway i'm sorry not anyway one of the reason we have freedom of press is because it is the media's job to fight and by fight i mean they're supposed to fight for the truth this is what actually happened. This is what global warming is. This is uh, racial discrimination in police departments. No, we don't need to bring on just some guy sitting in his living room who goes, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. We don't have to give him ground. We don't need to bring on the guy who says Trump is the MLK of healthcare. We don't have to do that. You did it to yourself. So how the fuck am I supposed to feel like, oh, how brave of Don Lemon? You gave him the platform to be mad at him you and and what the host got mad so it's different you were gonna have the other three people on there get mad at the dude either too it's all the same shit you know so i know i can't i can't fucking i don't give any credit or props to any of that shit that's all trash um anyway sorry um so 100 for me is what i'm trying to say um and you know what that's enough i don't want to do any more fucking with black people <laughs> Nah, I'm tired.
0: Damn
1: fuck with you enough. I just don't you know, that was enough. I just dipped my toe in today. I saw that and was like, Man, what the fuck are they talking about? Um alright, let's see what else I want to talk about. Oh, I guess we can do um maybe me do some white people news. Let me find uh uh song for white people. Give me one second, guys. Um
2: <clears throat> Um, before we move on um going back to the news it's a shame that here in america if you actually want news that's kind of unfiltered like the truth you literally have to go outside of the united states like you like like you like, like you literally have to go to other countries to get news about america their news coverage about our country is completely different than our news coverage about our country. Mm. We get like the watered down kindergarten like version of the shit that really happens here in America. Like the whole, especially when it started, when we were covering, um, when presidential election and people were voting and all that stuff, and after Trump won, like, all the other newspapers was like hey y'all 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 do know he's a bigot y'all do know he's fucking crazy you know but here in america it's like everybody just didn't want to accept the truth
1: well some places have it in america i mean i, I mean there's some but places i find win. more reliable it's just a major right your major like streams. your nbc's your cnn's your uh all these places want access um all of them see news as an angle because uh, you know it's such a for-profit institution that is all for ratings um and you can't depend on a corporation that needs ratings to be fair and balanced and right. factual you can't depend on that because the baser instincts of humanity is to not want those things facts are boring being told the news is boring. Like, when people say, I miss when the man came on TV and told me it was only three channels of news. And I like so-and-so. And you can listen to this. The reason that people romanticize that time is because it wasn't Dan Rather presents the news and then brings on four people to argue about it. It was much simpler. It was, here's the story. Here are the facts of the story. Now, it still came out of trust. It still came out of trust. Now, we have even more outlets and you can go find stuff for yourself. But that's uh that even that shit is tainted because it comes from somebody and you can go and and the way that you can go find like a reliable news source like i love rewire i actually like vox uh i don't i mean their explainers are way too long sometimes but if you really want to know the full factual breakdown of some shit they're a very really good resort a resource Teen Vogue's doing a great job. Like you don't have to go outside of America to get the truth. The problem is that you can't get the truth from the main sources in America, right? And that's sad. That's really fucked up, man. And maybe it's like that overseas too. Maybe BBC covers our shit like more with less of a slant than their own shit. You know, I don't know. Right. You know, at any rate, uh, white people Doesn't news.
0: Cover Redburn by Childish Gambino. Um, I am gonna swear. baby <laughs> baby <laughs>
1: That's right, guys. White people news time. Play me out. You
0: wanna make
1: it
0: right, but now it's too late.
1: My peanut butter chocolate cake with Kool A. Bring that kazoo back, girl. sorry guys um it's white people who need this time
2: <laughs> i heard that far through
1: you know in all fairness i won't do that y'all man this time because that was enough okay ah! well, a hundred. that was absolutely too much um and that counts as your second story and fucking with black people because i mean come on um coachella come back kendall jenner bounces back from Pepsi controversy, as she host star-studded party. Yeah, y'all, she back. She
2: never left the building. What's happening
1: now Kendall Jenner, y'all. She came all the way back from that Pepsi controversy, and now we've all forgotten and moved on, right? Karen, mm-hmm. you moved on. Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm. she has though. Well,
2: she's about ba- she's
1: back. She bounced back. That's all you need to say. She bounced back.
2: Yeah, if she okay. moved on.
1: Uh, her reputation took a beating when her pepsi advert was pulled last week but she appeared to have bounced back unharmed as she hosted the bumble party at coachella on saturday turning up to the bash turning up to the bash in a silver crop top the young model posed happily for pictures although the press were warned not to mention the name of a certain soft drink reporters have been ordered to not ask what what soft drink you think it was mr pill Chirwine, that Fanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, reporters are uh, have been ordered to not ask the model any questions about the about the according to the TMZ, I guess commercial. Kendall Twenty One also shared a photograph on Instagram of herself at the event and sported a huge smile. Hey, you gotta tweet through it. Smile through it. The runway, Star Wars, dazzling smile as she lounged on a chair with a Bumble logo and printed pe- uh, pillows she captioned the snap having so much fun at with at the at bumble winter bumble land party hosted by my sister why is it called winter bumble land isn't it April? Hmm. i guess the bumble didn't get the news i guess so hmm well anyway over
2: there i don't know
1: she's back y'all uh in coachella's in coachella in like cali or something like on the west coast yeah i don't
2: think I, thought, I didn't think coachella was in the united states i thought it was
1: Mm-mm.
2: oh it was in cali okay
1: yeah so there you guys go i'm
2: thinking about one of them other festivals they have another big festival that's not here <coughs> mm.
1: um well at any rate good for her uh it's funny i had never heard of coachella like up until like two years ago um and now i've it, it, since i've heard of it it seems like it's gone down from like what a cool thing for fans to get the experience to like celebrity 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 guys mm-hmm. celebrities will be here and all that doing celebrity celebrity things
2: mean all that means your tickets went up
1: right it's like all the cool went out of it mm-hmm. you know same thing happened to uh, south by southwest That's
2: right because when it first started people used to love it but now everybody was like since you know corporations and shit then got a hold of it they was like shit is blocked off you don't have all access anymore you have to pay extra money mm-hmm. you don't have free range I guess not the same
1: yep um but yeah um let's see that's different a woman mistakenly takes her therapy dog to a furry convention because she thought it was an event for pets
2: aww mm-hmm
1: i hope nobody tried to fuck that dog i
2: hope not i, I know that dog was a star of the show then
1: a furry convention is not exactly what it sounds like which is what one woman learned when she bought her therapy dog the one in michigan cheryl Wassis had no idea that she what she was getting herself into <laughs> she arrived at the motor city furry convention with her one-year-old bernice mountain dog link but she did assume that she and link would be spending the day at an event for animals in an interview with New York Magazine, Wassis explained that she is actively involved with Pets for Vets, a charity that pairs dogs with soldiers. She assumed the event was for pets when she found out that Major City Furry Con selected Pets for Vets as its charity this year. Ah. But she was quite surprised when the pair arrived at the convention and saw actual furries with an anthropomorphic animal characters, uh, which are anthropomorphic animal characters which with wait that who have human qualities or characteristics that can be any member of the animal kingdom i learned so much about the whole new culture of people who get together and dress up in furry costumes she told ny mac i had no idea i was walking into furry con it was a little embarrassing at first because link was just a little curious why people were wearing tails so he was doing some serious tail <laughs> sniffing and checking out people uh watson said she had never even heard of a furry conventions before attending one in detroit and link definitely had a great time Photos shared of the convention shows the adorable dog posing with several characters including a hollywood level wolf watson said it was her favorite costume but link looked like he was panicked uh those in furry fandom ought to create their own character a fursana They'll adopt in furry online communities and fur suitors will create a costume specifically based on that uh identity. <clears throat> it's at the convention such as Motor City the Motor City one attended by Watson's where furs can don their costumes and bring their personalities to life.
2: Mm. I know that dog was literally the star of the show. It was oh a real dog?
1: for some the costumes are a way for them to feel more comfortable in their own skin and to be outgoing and confident around others furries were featured in pop culture early as 2003 in a csi las vegas episode titled fur and loathing that took place at a convention and featured a costumed orgy yeah i always heard about the fucking maybe people do it for not the fucking i don't know some people do
2: some people do but when, when you say furries most people they associate with fucking
1: If my costume ain't got no dick hole in it, I'm I'm good.
2: Yeah, but some people actually just enjoy dressing up, and they, you know, like Comic Con, all the other shit. They, they don't, they ain't trying to fuck. They just like to wear their outfits.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like if I get that dressed up, somebody, somebody's fucking my costume head. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not putting on all this for nothing. Sweating all day. You ain't doing it for nothing. Come on, man. I don't think that's too much to ask. And
2: some of them outfits are very elaborate. Mm mm-hmm bright and colorful
1: yep they are uh all right let's go to another one but that's funny i wonder if somebody was like she
2: wasn't ready
1: i came here to fuck a dog but not an actual dog right ben affleck and jennifer gardner
2: i was like could you imagine people come people come up like um and what kind of outfit is that oh that's a real
1: dog Mm Mhm. i know, probably panic
2: everything looks so authentic
1: uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner officially filed for divorce oh shit and they're both seeking joint custody of their three children so they tried to to stave it off and work it out and it just didn't work out
2: And Batman was like I'll just go with Alfred
1: well he's got a whole he got a whole mission to go through he can't have time for a love for a woman Mm-mm. you know his whole life is lost but yeah sad stuff uh, Bathe in Beauty Gigi Hadid wears a striped swimsuit on the cover of Vogue Netherlands and reveals she ate pancakes on the set.
2: What type of pancakes?
1: So brave. So brave.
2: What type of pancakes? That's Probably them I mean.
1: Belgian pancakes, them little small ones. She is Dutch on her mother's side, so booking the cover of Vogue Netherlands was surely a big deal for Gigi. Uh, as she made her way into Amsterdam for the photo shoot, the 21 year old model had one request pojert, wait, pofert jespen, uh, which is a Dutch word for a pan that makes po- pofert jes, which is essentially mini pancakes sprinkled in powder sugar. Mm. So she went there, Karen. She had herself some pancakes in powder uh-huh. sugar. There with
2: powdered sugar. She skipped mm-hmm. the syrup.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like it, since she's a model, she probably ate like one bite and was like, oh my God, I have to throw this up. Oh. You know? because it's like they care about they look so much man and they put on like one pound and white people be like i'm over it
2: right you're fat you know bitch she's yep. like tinier than dinner child what are we talking about here
1: she was like i had three grapes today i'm living big
2: right big time
1: uh but at any rate man she um she had them pancakes here's a picture of what those pancakes would look like guys uh not pictured the actual pancakes that she ate but these are the pancakes I
2: ain't never heard of it. What the hell is that? They look
1: like little mini, 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 min they like silver dollar pancakes kinda.
2: Yes, they look like silver dollar.
1: So there you guys go. She she took that brave step of Oh,
2: she didn't eat all of them.
1: Having a a couple pancakes. I like that she probably ate two of the silver dollar pancakes. I was like, Well, that's 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 a couple. Yep, I that. had pancakes.
2: Oh, yep. And mm-hmm. that's all that's that's all my carb um uh um uh, numbers for the day.
1: Mhm uh spencer and heidi are pregnant guys
2: oh they they are pregnant
1: they are pregnant go get a little spidey mm-hmm. the 30 year old is three months along with a due date of october 19th heidi pratt they expecting their first baby they've been married since 2009 who would have thought from a reality show to real life
2: right i say they've been together for a hot minute
1: nobody thought the hills was gonna really last this long Mm-mm. yep so they're gonna have a child and they still they still together
2: yeah they is holding strong
1: Mhm. so good for them um and unrelated news wait let me make sure that this is right i have to go check my twitter but i also think that they just got their bank accounts uh wiped out by the irs So oh yeah i gotta double check on taxes, that one doll yeah let me go double check that one to make sure that that's right but yeah i believe i read that this morning where i was like damn what the baby gonna eat
2: mm-hmm. iris like i don't know but you know what iris ain't gonna do that down Trump, don't we see? they're
1: like go government cheese you know mm-hmm. um yeah let me see i feel like i tweeted that out this morning that i read that and i was like damn for real uh <laughs> uh already uh let's
2: see here i mean the 15th yesterday the 16th
1: they're like we got you mm-hmm um oh no 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 i'll take it back i'm oh, sorry <laughs> oh in white people news fashion i totally got my white people confused guys oh i am so embarrassed uh <laughs> tory and dean those are tory spelling uh yeah they got their bank accounts wiped out by the rs
2: Oh, the IRS was like, Week,
1: weeks after welcoming their fifth child
2: what number five wow IRS was. IRS showed up in the door like
1: without <laughs> money <laughs> that's what they did yeah they was not um they wasn't playing with her ass uh, they were like they were like they were like you ain't seen the notice we sent you because you're noticing
2: your notices mm-hmm. you trying to anno us <laughs> that's
1: right. Now nah, I'm just no that's that's the truth, man. Mm-hmm.
2: They were like, "This is the fifth and final warning. You, we wouldn't bullshit, and we gonna charge you interest." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Two thousand bucks would save my life.
2: They got
1: them out there singing because they cleaned their camp out. Tori and Dean out here on these mm-hmm. streets. Uh, alright. Uh, let's see. Oh, new romance alert. Orlando Bloom is hanging out as more than friends with Nina Dobrev. Oh, shit. I don't know
2: who she
1: is. And that's just a month after he split with Katy Perry.
2: Katy Perry? The single?
1: Yeah, Karen. Oh. You moving on fast. I see you, Orlando. Shaking mm-hmm. that thing. Isn't uh, is, a, is uh, ain't
2: who, ain't that the War Girl?
1: I feel like hold on wait what is happening now? Who's the War Girl?
2: Roar, Katy Perry. Don't, did she do the Roar? Uh, oh another, Roar, yeah 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 another yeah. chick. Yeah that's um, her. Okay, I, th- I just I, th- I thought she was. Roaring. I don't
1: know who Nina Dobrev is, Mm-mm. and I always think Orlando Bloom starred in Pirates of the Caribbean, but I think that's Jude Law.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I get them
1: confused. Those are the same white dude to me
2: uh okay you probably gotta show me a picture
1: then the i can oh yeah let me bring these pictures up um so uh let me see here uh orlando bloom and nina dobre have been hanging out as more than friends as a late told people so sources told people adding that they've known each other for a while the 40 year old heartthrob in the vampire diaries beauty 28 uh 28 and 40 hmm Both enjoyed the Coachella Music Festival over the weekend, though they did not attend as a couple. The Pirates of the Caribbean star... Oh, I guess I did have it right. Okay. I don't know what you lost from. (laughs) Was was accompanied by another woman at a party in in the desert. Uh... In a somewhat ironic twist, the Pirates of the Caribbean star's ex-girlfriend Katy Perry was also at Coachella about a month and a half after they ended their 10-month relationship. The Three Musketeers actor speaking to L.U.K. earlier this week said that things have remained amicable with the fireworks song- songstress amid their parting. We're friends. It's good, Bloom said. We're all grown up. She happens to be someone who is very visible, but I don't think anybody cares about what I'm up to, nor should they. It's between us. Bloom said that it's better to show young people that breakups uh don't have to be about hate. And earlier this year, Nina who was spent who was, who was pat wait, who had who was in relationships with Wishlist. I don't know what that means. I think they mean, oh, who was in Relationships in the past with whiplash star Austin Stowell and her vampire diary co-star Ian Summerhad was romantically linked to Screen Queen's actor Glenn Powell. Oh she gets around. Tyrese would not like this woman. Ah! Sources told E the two have been seeing each other on the low for a little while. In January, Bloom looked to have a little rest and relaxation before hitting the promotional trail for his upcoming blockbuster, Positive Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, the latest chapter in the Disney anthology. The movie, which also stars Johnny Depp, Javier Bardem, Jeff, Jeffrey Rush, and Kaya Scodelario, hit theaters May 26th. So there you guys go. Out there in these streets. Uh i'd be so down bella thorne reveals she loved to date christian stewart but finds flirting with women confusing as she channels marilyn monroe in a sexy photo shoot okay that is a lot of whiteness going on right there
2: Mm -hmm. ain't that that uh non-acting chick from the uh, wolf and vampire movies oh that's the wrong one that's the wrong christian
1: Kristen Wiig, it, yeah, she's in them uh, Twilight movies.
2: Right. With yeah. just her straight face. She, just, she can't act. No, she can't. Yeah. I mean, she literally look like a board.
1: I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, for her, I just Me don't. Me
2: either. Like, she I the best thing. I was like, she has no fucking range. What's happening here? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know theater like Nick and Reggie, but I do know acting when it come across the screen, and it was bad.
1: Yeah, no idea. Anyway, Bella Thorne, uh, i think bella Thorne was one of the people that was linked with uh justin bieber at one point okay she's 19 and she talked about her life in the spotlight um she confessed i've done other stuff with girls but i won't actually date a girl i want to actually date a girl i can't tell if a girl is hitting on me if she just wants to be friends and i don't want to flirt with a girl if she thinks i'm just being her friend the shake it up star admitted she's worried about crossing the line if she gets a certain vibes from a pal. What if I kiss a girl and she's like, Oh, I'm just like, I'm just your friend, dude. I can't believe you just crossed that boundary. I'm confused on what they want from me. The star revealed she loved to date Twilight star Kristen and this. She's so hot. She seems like the raddest chick. I'd be so down. Kristen wig is hot. Okay. All right. You know what? Hey something for everybody mm-hmm. unfortunately for blended actors christian 27 is currently in a relationship with victoria's secret beauty stella maxwell so she do be pulling them though you do got to give christian some credit like mm-hmm. she knows how she had robert pattinson like she be bad out of her pay grade and you know what I nothing mean, but support for that nothing but support mm-hmm. if you gonna yeah, pull them pull them as, as out of your everybody trying to do the same thing come on uh bella revealed that she is bisexual in august during a conversation with fans on social media but now for now bella's single after being linked to tyler posey chandler parsons and charlie poof i'm single as fuck i could not be more single this is the longest i've been super single there are so many unwritten rules about dating which i don't like i'd rather be super faithful and give my all to one person she said Uh, i don't like having my phone blown up by a bunch of different guys where i don't really know where i stand with any of them it sucks she admitted the the brunette beauty split with actor greg sulkin last summer after dating for a year and she finds it frustrating to be romantically linked to every guy she steps out with as she explained even if i'm not dating somebody even if we're just seen hanging out he must be my boyfriend and we're moving in and holy shit we're getting married the teen star also discussed how life is in the glare of the media often means uh, her looks are scrutinized. It's hard every st- <laughs> Okay. Listen, I'm not- She- I'm not saying she's wrong. But Bella Thorne is definitely one of those people that calls the fucking paparazzi every time she leave the house too. Okay. Oh, okay. Like she's, she's one, one of the people, I only know her because of this. Like- Right. It'll always be like- Bella Thorne goes to the beach. Bella Thorne goes to the pool. Bella Thorne's wearing some tights. Like- it's like clearly at some point it's about you being like I need to do this to be relevant um as well like it's a reciprocal relationship like there are some celebrities where you're like clearly this person didn't want to be photographed the paparazzi is up their ass they you know they just trying to go to Starbucks or something but sometimes you just see people and you're like you called them and said I'm going to Starbucks and let me put on my best purse and (laughs) you know what I mean like I anyway (sighs) It's hard every time I step out of the house. I worry about somebody photographing my acne, how it's going to look, if someone's going to write about me having bad skin because she was partying for, she was partying or out too late the night before. That's part of fame sucks for sure. She added. She revealed she had to struggle to convince her movie bosses to take her seriously and not pigeonhole her into her Disney persona oh so she works at disney too not only did fans pigeonhole me but casting directors didn't, wouldn't read me anymore they were like no we don't want her to come in because she's so disney i had to literally beg for an audition yeah well that probably also makes more sense about why she's being outspoken about sexuality and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. okay. the, hey look at did- these titties and stuff i feel yeah. like a lot of child stars that come into the limelight as children mm-hmm. they always had this awkward stage where it's like <clears throat> I'm no longer a child and I can't get work that way. Like it's more than just, right. it's more than just the fact that you're growing up, but also it hampers your ability to make money. Right. After a certain age, because people, you can't be Hannah Montana for fucking for 40 years. At some yep. point you, I remember Molly Cyrus went through this too, where it was yep. like, uh, free to nipple y'all. Look, I got a ass now. Look, I got, look at my, look, look right at my pussy. hole. Oh, you're like, damn Jesus. But it's cause they, it's the only way that society will be like okay you're grown now we get it right we've seen your tits you can go do uh well for her woody allen movies or whatever the fuck some other thing other than kids movies now um but it always does feel like a little bit of overcompensation but it's probably because as society and the media we overcompensate trying to make them be kids so then they overcompensate to be like you gonna look at this dick and you're like okay okay (laughs) You're an adult. You're an adult. Wheel. I'm sorry. Go 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 be Keenan Thompson on SNL now, or whatever the fuck, you know. Um, all right. Let's uh you know, let's wrap this up. Karen, I know you have something planned this afternoon. I don't want to keep Yay. you all day. Um uh and I am supposed to go to the strip club, so ha, uh-huh, not
2: the script
1: club. everybody's got plans
2: everybody got plans
1: Yep. You know, uh I guess we'll do some sore ratchiness and uh wrap this up we'll we'll do some uh guest race and stuff tomorrow um uh, for the show also we saw fast and furious and we will review it but um uh, i'm gonna try to review it with uh the guys from um medium popcorn Woo-hoo! uh but in order to do that, we have to review it tomorrow night so okay. Premium people, you'll get that hopefully Wednesday or Thursday. Normally we try to have it out like the, the weekend of, but you know, I feel like for these guys, it'll be worth it. Everybody will it like will it. It will be. Uh, alright. Sword Ratchetness. Uh, a man with a samurai sword was tackled by a worker at harrisburg bar a man carrying what was described as a samurai sword was tackled tackled by a worker inside of harrison bar harrisburg bar with this afternoon tina Malici, a server at rookies craft burger bar said the man who wasn't wearing a shirt walked in sat at the bar when he got up and wanted to uh, walked into the pool room she asked him to put on a shirt which is when she saw the sword another employee sitting at the bar stood up and looked at the man and the man then raised the sword up with both arms said the worker the employee ducked under the man's arms and grabbed him from behind tackling him to the ground assisted by some customers he he, they then held him down until police arrived the man was arrested by summary warrants and the sword was confiscated said captain gabriel Oliveira of harrisburg police the man's name was not immediately available damn you just sitting in a bar shooting some pool. Ah. Motherfucker come in with a sword.
2: No shirt. What right. happened to no shirt, no shoes, no service?
1: Mind if I cut into this game?
2: Yeah, I actually do because mm-hmm. you got a real knife.
1: Alright guys, uh, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll mm-hmm. be back tomorrow with more of this goodness. Happy Easter to all you Christian people.
2: Happy Easter. And
1: uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, love you.
2: I love you too. Mwah.